जन्म कर्म च मे दिव्यमेवेति तत्वतःहम पुनर्जन्म नैति मेति सोर्जुन नाउ दधि विच्छेद जन्म इज द सिंगुलर नॉमिनल फॉर्म ऑफ अ नाउन मीनिंग बर्थ एज इन वर्स फोर Karma is the singular nominal form of a noun meaning action as in chapter 3 verse 29 Ch means and Me is the singular possessive form of the first person pronoun Divyam is the singular accusative form of an adjective meaning divine as in chapter 1 verse 14 evam is a particle giving verbal emphasis so he is saying my birth and action which is indeed divine ya is an interrogative pronoun meaning who i translate it here as whosoever weti is a third person form of a verb meaning to think of as in chapter 2 verse 19 tattvatah is an adverb meaning accurately tyaktva is a past perfect form of a verb meaning to forsake deham is the singular accusative form of a noun meaning body as in chapter 2 verse 30 punarjanma is the singular nominal form of a compound meaning literally again birth or rebirth no is a particle of negation eti is the third person singular present tense form of a verb meaning to approach mom is the singular accusative form of the first person pronoun sah is the singular nominal form of the third person pronoun reordering for english we get the following anvaya ya tatvatah veti me janma ch karma divyam evam tyaktva deham na eti punar janma सह एति माम अर्जुन हुसोएवर एक्यूरेटली थिंक्स अबाउट माय बर्थ एंड एक्शन डिवाइन इनडीड हैविंग फॉरसेकन द बॉडी डज नॉट अप्रोच रीबर्थ दे अप्रोच मी ओ अर्जुन This verse presumes that we are reborn as a matter of course unless we think accurately about Krishna's divine birth and action in which case we go toward him instead This idea is puzzling to modern readers certainly to me because we have no evidence that thoughts persist after death nor can we easily imagine ourselves as persisting after thinking has ceased 
there may be two ways to resolve this puzzle. One is to make a finer distinction between thoughts and the background in which thoughts arise. Call it pure subjectivity or pure consciousness. By pure, I only mean that it is independent of thoughts. We can then interpret the verse as recommending identification with the latter. Another way to resolve this puzzle is to consider the fact that our bodies are made up of billions of cells that are constantly dying and being replaced. This is the accurate interpretation of the rebirth mentioned in the verse. By thinking about this, we forsake the body. Rather, we forsake conventional identification with the body and approach Krishna, or what is frequently called Krishna Consciousness. Thank you for subscribing to the 5-Minute Gita, narrated by Milind S. Pandit, with gratitude to my father and Sanskrit teacher, Dr. Sudhakar M. Pandit. I recommend English translations by Swami Gambhirananda or Swami Chinmayananda. The late Dr. Sundar Hattangari has also published Sandhi Vichyed and Anvaya, available online. I will be taking a break from the 5-minute Gita for the next couple of months, but I hope everyone will rejoin me in July.